Hello everyone and welcome to the Arsenal AM. We are back at you with your Transfer Insight Show, the show where we get an expert on to talk about potential transfers to Arsenal or away from Arsenal. And unfortunately, we are going to speak about Bruno Guimaraes, who seems to be on his way to Newcastle with the Chronicles Chief Newcastle writer, Lee Ryder. Lee, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Billy. Great. Yeah, just speaking about Bruno Guimaraes, just what's your thoughts on the deal? Of course, we know... The few days left, Arsenal really wanted him. We thought, OK, let's get him. He can improve our midfield. But it seems like he's on his way to Newcastle. Can you just give us more of an insight on what's happening with that potential deal there? Yeah, I mean, I think Newcastle have been obviously looking at players in South America for some time now. Um, Steve Nixon, who's the head of recruitment, has been out there on numerous occasions. Obviously, we've got Joe Linden. Um, he come in from the Bundesliga side, Hoffenheim. Uh, three years ago, but uh, Nixon's links in Brazil have been very good. And this is a player that they've just been quietly assessing. There's an opportunity come up in this window, obviously, to talk about them. And um, it's it's one it's one they've taken. And it, it looks it looked a little bit tricky at first, but they seem to have, to have got the the deal agreed. And you know, hopefully, it's going to give Newcastle a real boost in the midfield now. Yeah, absolutely. It seemed it's come out of nowhere almost. I think it was one evening we just see that uh, Newcastle had made a bid for Bruno Guimaraes, which really upset Arsenal fans because it's almost like you guys blew us out of the water because we've been linked with him for so long but could never agree to a deal. But you guys got it done sharply, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I suppose the agents will have been at play as well. Um, you don't, I, I don't know Arsenal as well as you, but I, I'm guessing that, that they will have given Arsenal the opportunity to sign him before this and it hasn't been taken for whatever reason, whether it's the structure, the wages, the agent fees. Newcastle are probably, what I would say, a bit more desperate than other Premier League clubs because of the position they're in. So maybe they've just had to waive some of those uh, those little things like, you know, maybe the agent getting a bit more and, you know, maybe they've just let that one ride. And uh, here we are, you know, Looks like he's coming in, so it's a it's a big it's a big moment for Newcastle in the window. Obviously, they've got Trippier and they've got Chris Wood, two solid signings for me. But this one is it's got that little bit more, probably that little bit more stardust about it because because of his reputation, and uh, I do think it's going to capture the imagination of the Newcastle fans. Yeah, of course, and the sadness of Arsenal hearts because he is a Brazilian international, Arsenal. Signing the midfielder has been almost a necessity for the Gunners in the January transfer window. I don't know if it's the same for Newcastle, because I know John Joe Selvey has been doing well in recent weeks. Of course, Joe Linton rebirthed in a centre midfield position. Was was signing a midfielder a necessity for you, would you say? I don't think it was, to be honest. I think if we just signed a couple of centre-backs with Trippier and Wood, then I don't think people would have um, questioned the midfield. But when a good player becomes available... You know, there's no such thing as having too many good players in any position. And, you know, this one, you know, is going to probably boost the midfield. I mean, I was looking at his um, one of his heat maps from a game and he's just everywhere on the pitch. And for Newcastle, yeah, they have got John Joe Shelby. The question mark on, on him is, is consistency. You know, he, he normally has <clears throat> one good game in five or six. Um Sean Longstaff is another one who's come in the team. He's now got 100 appearances now. But at the moment, you know, he can't get in the team. Um, Joe Linton has been the main man in midfield in the last few weeks. So, yeah, I mean, he's a converted sort of centre-forward 
if you like. But this is a player, real quality, knows the position, international standard with Brazil, and you know, going to be going the World Cup. So Newcastle might have got him for a real snip at the price, uh, given that you know at, at the end of this year that fee could that valuation could rise and rise again. Yeah, absolutely. It is a is a magnificent pull-off for you guys. And is there an extra incentive? What does it say really that you're able to beat teams like Arsenal to a signing? Is that really a statement saying, okay, now we're here, we're here to play ball? Is this the first moment you've actually seen where we can say, okay, Newcastle are going to be a problem coming up in the near future? Yeah, I think it is because this is probably the first transfer where we went in toe-to-toe with one of the big boys. And I class you guys, Arsenal, as one of the big boys. And, uh, you know, Kieran Trippier, Man United were linked with them, but they didn't come in. They didn't show the hand. Arsenal certainly have shown the hand with this one. So I think it's a real, you know, steal really that they've got them. And ultimately, you know, looking forward, if Newcastle is still up this season, they're going to be looking up to, towards that top 10, top six places, trying to get a, at least a Europa Conference League place, whatever, whatever competition they can get into. They're going to be ambitious and looking for it. And this guy hopefully is going to help take with it. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, he has got the quality. I think he is one of the best pool progressors slash uh, ball winners in the in European football at the moment. I've seen the stats, so it is going to be just an excellent signing for you guys. And has this? Do you think this signing came too like not too soon? But do you think it was very quick? Do you expect this signing to be done more likely in the summer rather than in a January transfer window? So has it come as a surprise for you? It has a little bit. I have to be honest. It's not one at the start of the window that we were we were thinking about or talking about, but really. When, as I say, when an opportunity comes up to sign a quality player, you know, you've got to take it while it's there. And Newcastle have obviously done the homework on him. Um, they've, they've been over to, to look at him for, at, in, at an international level and a domestic level going over to France. So another, the, for us, those quite tricky deals to do in France because Newcastle got a bit of a reputation from about eight or nine years ago. We were going to France every week to do our shopping basically and uh, mm-hmm. we were signing players like Kabai and Debushi and you know Loke Remy people like that and we got a bit of a reputation for trying to get players just that little bit of a budget price um, so it was always going to be a difficult deal to do with Leon. we've had problems with them before in terms of uh, Clement Grenier a few years ago but we've got this one through hopefully and um, it's going to help Newcastle moving forward in their bid to stay up yeah, definitely. I think that will be the that will be the difference between you guys staying up and 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 playing in the championship next year for sure. It is that great of a deal, and I feel like it's almost a catalyst as well, isn't it? Because I know people are calling Newcastle too ambitious for the players they're going for. As you said, you've brought in Kieran Trippier, who's one of the world's best right backs. As he was at Atletico Madrid, you brought in Bruno Guimaraes now. And do you feel like now almost any transfer is possible to happen? Because I know you was linked with players before in the past, even Priyamika Bamiang, that people said, oh, it's outrageous. Newcastle can't sign him. But now that almost kills that narrative, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And, you know, I, I, won't, I won't bore you too much with the history le- le- lessons. But, you know, Newcastle <laughs> at one point, we were going for the, the, you know, the biggest names on the planet in the 90s. Um, Kevin Keegan flying over to Juventus trying to get Roberto Baggio, stories like that. You know, we got we end up with Tino Sprilla at one point. We we got David Ginola. Obviously, we signed Alan Shearer, who was the best striker in the world at the time. So ambition, you know, traditionally has been there for Newcastle. More recently, under Mike Ashley, no chance. Not not going to go for the marquee names. But now with with, with rich owners, 
you know, that they, they are aiming high. And yeah, I've, I've seen a few things on Twitter where people are like trying to shoot Newcastle down that little bit and saying, know your place and all that. But if you want to get out of a relegation battle, you've got to sign quality players. You know, the players they've got haven't done it all season. They need to bring them in now. They need to reset. And hopefully uh, by the time, you know, deadline day is gone, then they're hopefully going to have five players through the door and they're going to be going in that February period looking much stronger for it. Talking about that February period, do you expect Bruno Gumraish to come straight into the side and start straight away or are you looking to, to ease him in a little bit? Well, I suppose if they wanted to, they, you know, they could because they've got plenty of midfielders at their disposal. I noticed he was on the bench last night uh, unused. I think they've got another game coming up quite quickly. Um, so fingers crossed he gets through that all right and then we'll see where he is for the Everton game. But if he's fit and ready... Bring him on a, you know, at St James's Park, full house against Everton, be a huge boost because, you know, that is going to be one tough game against Everton. I know they haven't been doing very well, but Duncan Ferguson will have them fired up for that game, and Newcastle will need all the quality on board they can. Of course, it could be a new manager bounce for that game. We shall see who is the manager. Could be Duncan Ferguson. You are right about that. And just speaking about Bruno Gomes, because I know for Arsenal, as soon as he came in, he would have slotted, slotted alongside Thomas Partey in more of a pivot role to play a more defensive role. Do you expect that to be the same for him at Newcastle or do you think the role would be different? I mean, you know, looking at historically, you know, you look back at his, his preferred position and where, where he's been playing for, for Leon and, and Brazil and you would think that that's a position, you know, you will adopt straight away at Newcastle. You know, maybe maybe he gets a licence to go forward a bit more. You know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. You know, we talk about Arsenal. We've got Joe Willock here still. Don't forget about him. Mm. You know, he's been crying out for a player who can sit back and absorb, so to let him go forward. He hasn't had that, that licence to go forward this season. Last season, when everything was going well and he got all them goals, it was because he was allowed to, to make them runs. When he's played this season, he's been much more restricted and I don't think that's that's his role. So, you know, this could be the dream ticket for, for us and uh, we'll have to wait and see what, what Eddie Howe decides to do. But ultimately, as I say, you, you just can't have enough good players on board. Mm -hmm. The dream ticket for you and a nightmare ticket for Arsenal because Joe Willock and Bruno Gomez. If you asked that last year, that would have been okay. That's a potential Arsenal midfield there, but that is looking like Newcastle's midfield this season and going into next season. So I know we mentioned briefly a bit earlier about how Newcastle will target the top ten, target the top six, but with Bruno Gomez aside and more signings in the summer, do you believe that you would be ready to maybe compete with Arsenal? Do you think that is still a bit too soon? Yeah, I mean to be honest. I don't want to jump the gun because we're still sitting in the relegation zone at the minute. And, you know, I think long term, then, yeah, Arsenal will be one of the ones you'll be grappling with. Absolutely. But at the moment, you know, we are looking over our shoulder a little bit. There's teams around us who've got games in hand. Burnley picking up a point at your place the other day. Incredible result. You know what I mean? It's give them another boost. You can't predict what, what's going to happen. All I can look at really at the minute is the short term. Now, Eddie Howe, when he came in, we were five points adrift at the bottom. Um, we've, he's cut that down to one point adrift. So hopefully, put a couple of back-to-back -back wins together and it's all looking very different. But I still think we need six or seven wins from 17 games. The big ask, um, there's a lot of pressure on. Hopefully, they can do it. And then 
next season. We'll see where we're at. But, you know, it could be a big summer as well for Newcastle. They bring in another four or five players in the summer. You're almost looking at a new new start in 11, you know, compared with, combined with the players we're getting in this window. So it could look very different uh, going forward. But, you know, at the minute, I'm still uh, I'm still thinking we could still be going to Barnsley next season. So we've got to be really careful. We've got to be really careful we don't get too carried away with things. Yeah, of course, optimism it is. You've got to be optimistic that you'll stay up. I'm pretty sure you guys will stay up. Of course, you've got to be cautious. You can't be too confident because sometimes it can come just to splat you in the face again. But you're right. Yeah, exactly. Like Burnley, they done well against Arsenal and they are making some shrewd, well, about to make some shrewd signings in the transfer market. So you don't know how they will react to that. And just on Bruno Guimaraes, now you've signed and you beat Arsenal to the signing. You've also, I think we're going to be competing for a lot of summer signings as well coming out. I know the Telegraph reported earlier, Dominic Calvert-Lewin also is on the radar of Arsenal and Newcastle. Does the Bruno Guimaraes signing now just make you more confident that you can beat teams like Arsenal, for example, to a signing if you want to? Look, I mean, that, there's obviously been something on the table there um, and it's been put to Newcastle. They've gone with it. Um, going into a bidding war, you know, it can be very difficult. You know what I mean? We've 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 spent arguably wasted a lot of the window on Diego Carlos at Sevilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, quality centre back. He's got a release clause of eighty million, which is is kept probably just kept him out of our grasp for the minute. But you know, if it if it come down to it with a team where you go mm-hmm. 40, 50 million, it could it could be difficult. You know, I mean Look at the guy, he's just gone to Juventus from Fiorentina. He would have been, I think Arsenal were involved with him as well. You know, if Newcastle went in with someone like a Juve or a Man United or a Man City, I think it could still be difficult because the the lure of these more established teams is, is a big thing. And Newcastle at the minute, we've been involved in relegation battles unless we're throwing loads of money at them, we can't offer them Europe at the minute and we certainly can't offer a title challenge. So we can't even offer a top four challenge. So it's it's got to be difficult, I think. But it's good that we're, we're kind of back in the conversation. I'll, I'll take that at the moment, you know, because uh, there's been transfer windows that I've covered where Newcastle <laughs> haven't signed anybody. So, you know, it's it's been it's been a tough few years, but, you know, we're back, we're back in the conversation. We'll, We'll take that at the moment. Yeah, it must be a wonderful feeling to be a Newcastle fan right now. And I think the Guimaraes saying really does, for me now, that has put Newcastle on the map. They are to be feared in the transfer market. And they are now a new competitor in the transfer market too. Because as you said, Guimaraes was highly coveted in Europe. Every European club wanted him. They were looking at him. But Newcastle United have seen to pick him up. So well done to Newcastle for that. And commiserations to Arsenal at the moment who do need to strengthen in the final days of the window. But that will be the end of the transfer insight, insight show. Lee, thank you again for coming on. You've been a legend. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to hear more from Lee, guys, make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Lee underscore Rydon. If you want to hear more from me as well, follow me on Twitter at BaileyKeo underscore. But for now, that has been the end of the show, guys. Make sure you like, subscribe, and most importantly, make sure you keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh,